0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Align
1: and Awaken with Mother Earth Rising Podcast. Let's rise and heal together with me, Pippa your Mother Earth healer. Hey guys, welcome back. So I'm super, super, super excited for this episode. I have just been chatting to a wonderful lady, just before we press record for this episode. I have the beautiful Claire Stone with me. Claire is the founder of the Angel Mystery School and she is a Hay Hay House author of the female archangels. I've been dying to chat to Claire and we know today she's come at the exact right time considering what we've just been talking about. Claire it is insane, isn't it? Hi
2: Pippa, thanks so much for having me on here and yeah we have had so much synchronicity and amazing conversations already that we wished we'd have pressed record half an hour ago don't we?
1: Yeah like I I was literally about to just think should I just press record midway for this conversation because we were just (laughs) we just hit it off straight away because that's what I love about this this life and how we connect with people like instantly and knowing that everything's just there for you nothing's an accident.
2: Yeah, we're always divinely guided, and I'm sure that you feel strongly as well, like I do, that this session, like, I just had goosebumps speaking to you, definitely divinely guided.
1: Wow, well, I love it, and all the little synchronicities, like, and the last 24 hours, all the synchronicities you've had, especially, like, New Zealand and Wayne, and the, oh, I just love it, I love it so much. <laughs> so, I want you to just tell the listeners, before we get into, like, the meat of the episode, is... How you like kind of fell into spirituality? Were you born with it? Was it something you, you know, you connected to later in life? What's your background story?
2: Okay, so I was born seeing angels and spirit uh, and communicating with them. But my family were strong Christians and they were really frightened of um, my mediumship, things that I used to say, my predictions. It really, really frightened them. So, you know, I went to Sunday school every every week until I was about 11, and the church and my family were just constantly trying to shut me down, basically. Um, and But I always had this really strong feeling that what they were teaching me in the church, and this is no disrespect to anybody um, who's into church and that, but it, it just felt like there was something missing, and this could not be the entire truth, the entire reality of life and creation. It just didn't ring true. I always had this sense that there was more. And when I got to about 13 years old, all me and my my, my friends, would go shopping and they'd be buying lip gloss, magazines, T-shirts. I'd be buying little Buddha statues, incense. There was no one in my family who was into anything other than Christianity. But I was interested in Buddhism. I was interested in like, who is God? What's the meaning of life? Why am I here? What's the point in all of this? Um, I also, from being a kid as well, I could also come out of my body. So I'm talking astral projection. Um, I'd come out of my body when I was, when my body was asleep, and then I'd go and see what my grandparents were doing downstairs, what they were watching on TV, what they were eating for the supper, because uh, they always made something to eat at 10 o'clock, when the 10 o'clock news came on, and then I'd tell them the next morning, and they would say, you've got the devil in you, stop saying it, stop saying these evil things, why would you do that, so it was very, um it was very conflicting a situation for me to be in when my soul is so desperately longing to know why am I here and then I'm being taught something entirely different um yeah, so I then became a bit of a rebel and started reading tarot cards, which was really bad if you went to church uh, so I was reading tarot cards at fourteen um I then studied holistic therapies when i um around 18 and I've never looked back doing readings healings angels are my life spirituality is my hobby my passion it's everything to me
1: I'm the same like I love that story because I know that you're so close to home for me as well so I could just picture you walking around St Telling's in all the shops and things so it's just like it's crazy like you're being so close to where I live and I feel like when you say it's your life and it's your passion it really is like for me, when I connect to spirituality more, it it just made sense. It, every single bit that I read or I listened to, it all just made perfect sense. And even when I was younger, I was the same as you, Claire. Yeah. Like I fell into the trap of, you know, buying clothes and, you know, going with the crowd. But then when I was on my own, I would really question everything. Like, why are the stars there? And why is this planet there? And why does the moon come out every day? And that's like the inquisitive side that I had. But I know a lot of my listeners find all of this fascinating and I never really got into tarot because I was more about the oracle side and the angel cards but how would you say tarot is different to like the oracle and angel side of the cards? To me tarot
2: gives you a really in-depth reading Where um, for oracle that's just kind of like you want to know one thing or you want to know a bit of guidance. Let's whip out an oracle card. Now, I've got about 50 decks of oracle cards, I love them. But if I'm doing a full reading for someone, um, I definitely use the tarot. I just, for me, it just it gets into like a deeper level. But again, cards are just tools. So there are people who will just use oracle cards and they could do just a good reading than someone might do with tarot. I just feel cuz there's a lot more cards in the deck as well. It just feels like there's more. I just love the story and the mythology surrounding the tarot as well.
1: Yeah, like a lot of it's like the history of it as too. Like I love all that kind of stuff, but like you said then, it's a tool. Ultimately, you're the channel, you're the messenger. And that's yeah. why it's so, so powerful to connect to what's right for you. There is no right and wrong way. You know, it's just finding what resonates with you and actually just standing in that truth and saying, I prefer tarot or I prefer Oracle. Like I prefer Oracle. Like I love all the, I've got like about 20, 30 decks, which I've had to pack about 20 of them for New Zealand because they're so heavy. So the other thing I wanted to ask, and we mentioned it before we, we, we started this uh, recording, Claire was about angel guides. Cause I know everyone has angel guides and I know obviously bits about some of there from like birth some come later in life so how do people know that they have angel guides around them and how do they connect to them? Um, well everybody
2: has um, a guardian angel that is with you from before you are born when we create our Soul's contract before we incarnate on earth or anywhere else for that matter we'll have at least one guardian angel that teams up with us and they stay with us throughout this entire journey. Then we have helper angels so I meet angels I mean I met a new angel it was uh, it was just before lockdown I went for um a reiki An angelic Reiki healing of of a local girl. Uh, I'd never been to her before. And um, she had her hands down by my abdomen. And I could feel an angel up by my head. And this is so cliche, but I'm going to say it. I could feel like feathers hook up in the side of my face. Mm. And this angel was stood behind me. So I tuned in. I, I had to see the angel with my third eye because I had my eyes closed which is uh, called um, mental mediumship, when you see a being in your mind's eye, and it's called physical mediumship, if you see them physically stood next to you, now I see angels with both, but this time it was in my mind's eye, and this gorgeous angel was, it was like a column of light with a humanistic form within it, but it didn't, Looked like a human, but it did look like a human if that makes sense. Pure energy, angels are non physical beings, and it was all these gorgeous shades of orange and pale yellows. It was so nice. So, I'd never met this angel before, and I'm all I'm either angels, anyone, I'm either them all. So, I said, Hey, angel, uh, what's your name? <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, she said her name was Joy. And after the healing session, I said to the, the, the healer who, who doesn't know who I am. She doesn't like know my story and everything. I just booked in with her. And um, I said to her, oh, there was a lovely angel that joined us and her name was Joy. Well, her face dropped and she said, I can't believe you've met Joy. She said, I've been like asking everybody and Googling her. I've not found anything about this angel. She said, but I feel like she is um, an archangel. And I said, well, I think that um, Joy is is your guardian angel because you've been working with her for so long. Um, but in my online angel school, angel mystery school, I, I told them about Joy because she kept leaving me synchronicities everywhere. Like I was in York for my birthday and I was walking down the street and someone had written Joy in the living room window in giant letters. It said Joy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then... I was in Marks and Spencer's going to get something off one of the shelves and yeah of course it was nearly Christmas but on the wrong shelf in the food aisle was these three robins and they were they were holding the letters j-o-y joy so I shared this with um the students in Angel Mystery School and they, they all started connecting to joy as well and she was leaving signs for them. So I think that this angel stepped in because she wanted to increase our joy and even if that was just a little perk by some kind of synchronicity or knowing that we're not alone but the angels wanted us to know that it's important for us to try and be joyful because we are in difficult times and we've got to keep our chin up and keep our vibe up and we do that through happiness don't we
1: we do I I love that and whenever you tell me about signs I just smile like I light up so much when people tell me about the signs especially when I've had clients and they send me like the feathers and we've said you know we've set like a an intention to, to have a sign that week and within 24 hours the signs there and I know a lot of people listening kind of get used to seeing signs and that's why you know get them to switch it up as well because feathers was is, is one of my huge signs and I'll switch it up I'll ask for certain numbers I'll ask for a certain song I'll ask for a flower so it's all about having the fun side of it so with you Claire like how do you connect to your angel guides and how do you connect to just you know even your spirit guides like what would you do to really hone in on that energy
2: well because I do it every day Obviously, it gets very easy. Um, eventually, you can just literally, as if you're going to speak to someone in the next room, you can just say, like, hey, such a body," <laughs> whatever the name is, and they're there. Yeah. But the way I teach this, because... I'm more leaning towards now that my mission is rather than doing readings for other people is to get people to be able to do this themselves, to connect to their own guides, their own angels and retrieve their own uh, divine messages because that is what we can all do, so the way that I teach other people to do this um and I did this i was on um I was on telly in December on channel Four, and it, it's called um Steph's Pat lunch, and I did it was called the Angel Experiment, and I wanted everybody who was watching the show to um simply close their eyes and in fact shall we shall we do this now?
1: yeah, I feel that right I was, I was just about to say that right then, <laughs> okay, so everybody listening. Um, you might want to pause it and grab some
2: incense and a candle or you uh, you can just do it with absolutely nothing and then just sit in with your spine upright, your feet flat on the floor and just tilt your chin slightly upwards because I feel that it kind of activates the third eye if you'll feel a tingling on the forehead if you're slightly looking upwards and then closing down your eyes And focusing on your breath, taking a nice slow deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, feeling the physical body becoming heavier and now try and sense your auric field, the energy, the physical energy that surrounds your body and try and visualise sense or intend that you have got a beautiful golden layer of light surrounding you and you just sit in your orb of light relaxing breathing and we're going to invite your guardian angel To connect with you now. So either out loud or in your mind, just repeat after me. Guardian angel. Guardian angel. Guardian angel. Beautiful angel of light. I invite you to stand behind me now to open me up to your divine, loving presence. And just see if you can sense or feel your beloved guardian angel stepping into your aura bubble right behind you, placing the hands of light Upon your shoulders, and you can feel the love as it pours into your heart. Receive, and your guardian angel may give you a message. The first thing you receive, take on board. And I want you to set an intention with your angel now. And think of something totally random that you wouldn't expect to see. So we're not going to choose a white feather. Something random, a purple feather, a parrot. Choose something random and ask in your mind's eye, Guardian Angel, if you're really there, I really want to get to know you, I want to make this connection, please send me a sign in the physical world sometime this week. Tell your angel what you want to see. And your angel takes a step back take a breath, becoming aware of the physical body, just wiggle your toes and when you're ready, open your eyes. Love that. And now you just, you let that go, you don't go outside looking for a parrot's feather or (laughs) you simply (laughs) let it go and and be ready to be surprised and um it I mean when the angels can be very very subtle if you're not used to working with them so don't be disheartened if you didn't have this big uplifting moment if you absolutely didn't see Feel, sense anything that's totally normal. It's like exercising a muscle when you go to the gym. We've got to practice these things. You've got to practice your third eye uh, so that you can receive your angels in this physical way. Um, but when I was on the TV show, that Steph's Pat lunch, I was inundated with people who received their signs. Uh, some girl she seen she asked for an orange minna, you know, the car. Yeah. And she sent one. (laughs) Um, She thought there was like no way that she was going to, and she sent me the photograph of it. Um, There was a man who, I don't know these people, there were people who were watching the show. Um, He asked for an elephant, and then he told me that the the show that was on directly after um, Steph's Pat Lunge was about elephants. (laughs) Um, In the actual studio, one of the crew asked for a teapot, and this was just before Christmas, and a lady comes walking in with this Christmas pudding-shaped teapot, and, and we're all just looking at each other like, like, wow, it's happened already. So, you know, the angels, they can perform miracles, and Just the the thing is to invite them in. And remember that angels work under the law of free will. So they don't intervene in our lives. They let us get on with it. But the moment you say, come on, angels, please help me out with this. That's when they will start helping you to do things because that's when they're allowed to.
1: I love that. And that's kind of like what people, you know, when they understand that it's they're always there to help you. So it's always just... A lot of people think they need the physical presence to, you know. You said if you don't feel anything, it doesn't mean they're not there. It just means it's you just it's practice, isn't it? Like especially when you do start to have more of an awakening and you connect into spirituality. When people meditate, they just kind of give up straight away because they just don't feel anything and they can't concentrate. But again, it's like anything, isn't it? Especially from being like a, when we're children when we're learning something new, like writing and reading. If we just couldn't read a first page and said. Oh, I'll give up I'm not reading for the rest of my life it yeah. just wouldn't it wouldn't be the case so think of it like that it's a new skill it's it's a new way of life it's like for me when I I had my quantum shift last year I just it is really just like having a new set of eyes. I just, everything now I can, it's like, I don't know about you, Claire, but it's like, I observe everything a lot differently, Mm. especially because I do a lot of work with people's triggers and their anxiety around, you know, when someone, a situation or a person, you know, affects their ego and then they drop into that real toxic state of energy. You know, I can really help them observe that and be like, well, this is what's happening and the tools to get forward and what happens when it happens next time yeah but that's the thing mm-hmm. is connecting to the angels and your guides too and and that we have we have spirit guides as well don't we which which we've just been talking about before this this call about how we just connected today and we both have a like a, a common guide who who's our spiritual teacher who's Wayne Dyer and it's and all my listeners know how much I adore his work and it's just crazy how you were sent so many signs in the last 24 hours to do with this call. <laughs>
2: so crazy. Yeah, it, it is crazy. I think they're working really hard behind the scenes to get us to be intrigued, to get us excited, to get us believing. They're doing, they're doing all kinds, aren't they? <laughs> so much synchronicity is going on.
1: There is. And I think that's kind of like the key thing for people as well, is that some people come to me and say, you know, I don't see signs and I don't see numbers. And I think for people who have that question is for me, and I know you'll probably answer something similar, Claire, is is it's being present, isn't it? And connecting, because if we're not present and we're just thinking about what's for dinner, what's we're doing tomorrow, what's on, you know, we're not connecting to that present moment. And that's how we do, you know, connecting to the breath. We are going to miss those signs because we're not, fully aware of it and the more I've connected and the more I've become present I see things that like I haven't even noticed in my mum's garden that's how like that's how significant it becomes
2: yeah and it's like you know the story that I just told you about with the Christmas pudding uh, teapot when the lady came in with a teapot and she's giving people cups of teas the the girl who'd set the intention for an, her angel to bring her a teapot, she didn't immediately notice it. It was me <laughs> because I'm always like, I knew she'd set the intention for the yeah. teapot because she asked me if it was a stupid intention and I was like, no way, that's fantastic. You're not expecting to see a teapot in this TV studio. Um, but yeah, she didn't immediately see it. And it was me that pointed and said, look, there's your teapot. And I did wonder and I thought, you know, would she have noticed this teapot if i hadn't pointed it out so it is it's that unattachment so if we are attached to to an outcome we're clinging on we block it from actually happening mm-hmm. so that was why i said just let the intention go but equally you do need to keep that sense of presence that wonder um that that it is going to happen for you without that clinging
1: yeah, because it can happen in so unexpected ways. I used to do that when I was in Australia two years ago. I would get like in my group, I would get them to think of an object and a random color and just mm. or even an animal, like whatever it was, just tell them to like think of a color, think of an animal object and let it manifest. And I remember one time I'd picked a gold dog and I didn't mean a gold dog, like a golden retriever. I meant like just a gold dog. And I just let it go. And I actually forgot about it, but it was still there because I'd set the intention. And I remember two weeks later, I was in Sydney and I, I, I was trying to get an Uber and the first Uber canceled. And I was like, oh, I need to get to the other side of Sydney. And it was just so far. And I wanted an Uber and I ended up getting another Uber. Who was? We did a pool. So I was like sharing it with other people and the front seat was available because obviously the back three were taken and as i got into the the car there was a gold dog that was like shaking on the on the dashboard and i was like oh my god uh. <laughs> and that's like that's one of my big moments where i was i just thought and then how the first uber cancelled and the second uber was a pool so i had to share it and the front seat was for me because i may may have not seen it in the back seat so it's just i think it's just wonderful how those signs are always around us and that when we actually start to see them it's a lot like it's what Wayne says you know when we say oh I'll see it when I believe it it's the opposite isn't it I'll believe it when I see it it's just it's the opposite of that kind of phrase of it's always happening but it's having that level of belief and faith that the, the sending signs all the time especially my partner and I were separated by by obviously physical presence at the moment because we're he's in New Zealand. I'm here in the UK. And when we sleep, because we're 13 hours difference, we we're telepathic, so we can happily wake each other up at the angel numbers. So we wake up at 222, 333, and our connection is is huge. And it just goes to show, especially with signs that happen overnight. And I tend to channel a lot when I'm asleep. I don't know about you, Claire, but I'm more of a I channel a lot when I'm asleep so when I wake up it's that state of you're still half asleep so it's that is it theta stage where you cannot kind of fully awake and I, I get meshes from my angels I get meshes from spirit I get meshes from my guides and I, I love it and I think one thing I wanted to ask you Claire was the people who fear it, like how can you help them get through that because someone thinking of an angel being behind them can some people it could be spook them out, but you know for me it's it's that light energy, isn't it it's it's focusing on that they're actually there to protect you and to guide you. I always say to people, so who is it that
2: you pray to because in moments of panic, fear, I think it's fair to say that most of us. We'll pray to someone, well, even if it's "Oh God, please help me." Or um, some people pray to Jesus, uh, Buddha. We all have unique masters that we might call in. And so, I always say to people who are getting to know um, the angels or the spirit guides, and actually, this is the way that I encourage people to do it. Is to call in whoever they pray to so that they know that they are safe. So say if you were had gone to church and you believed in the power of Christ, um, you love Jesus, but you're a bit, you know, these angels dodgy or what, then you would call in Jesus and ask him to be surrounding you, protecting you while you experiment with these angels of light. And then the next step will be the spirit guides because I think that. Angels and spirit guides, this is how I describe it. Tuning into them is like tuning into different radio stations. They're on different frequencies, total different vibrations. And spirits have had human lives. So, like us, they have an ego, they have a personality, and angels do not. So, Mm -hmm. I always encourage people to, if they don't communicate with any then to communicate with angels first just so that they can lay down strong foundations of psychic protection first because that is so important so that you know the message that you're getting they are divine messages because you know this as this has happened a few times where um you know you can give a you could give a, a reading to someone and just say for example that you're doing a mediumship Type of reading and a family member comes through and they might give you their opinion but that might not be what's the highest good for that person
1: do you get what I mean so yeah because it's it's determining which what what it's kind of using your gifts too isn't it
2: yeah because like for example one time um this woman had come and her partner had cheated on her and her nan come through and she's saying um leave him leave him but that's because that's what she wanted him to do, because she was so angry. Whereas the angels knew that they would um, actually heal and repair this relationship. So that that's why I like to get my messages off angels. And again, that's no disrespect. I know some fantastic mediums. And I visit mediums myself when I feel like someone else yeah. doing the reading for me. Um, but that's just the way that I like to do it and, and how I encourage people to, to work with the angels. Because, you know... Were we this is like this is the age of aquarius we're all mm. waking up and and you know we need to up our game don't we you know so why not go straight to the highest beings of light that can help us to evolve um with our own spiritual ascension because again that's not what um spirit do but spirit I love guides that. can
1: yeah, there's like the difference, isn't it? And I think it is. It's using your own intuition as well, because you'll know exactly that. Like when I'm channeling, I'd, it's like automatic for me. So I can't really, like, we're all different, aren't we? We're, when I channel, it's just what's coming out on my, my, through my pen and paper. And, you know, especially sometimes it's on my notes on my phone if I'm like, you know, half asleep in the night. And when I was doing that little meditation that you did before, Claire, my angels were just saying, this gift, you have to keep embracing it. And I know what they're talking about because a lot of, one gift that I have is the channeling of of the of spirit and it's it happens of a night and I think my angels are always pushing me to do it when I'm like now in the middle of the day you know going into that state going into that that state of of you know feeling aligned with, with this because you know, obviously when you're asleep it's a bit different isn't it when you're half asleep but yeah. now it's doing it when I'm actually awake in the day.
2: I got um, a message two days ago when I was in this kind of state that you're Talking it, do you want me to read it to you? It's on my notepad here. Please, yeah. <clears throat> it says, "If you live in ignorance, you will only understand what it is meant to live upon your death. If you understand death during life, you will truly live."
1: I've just read that yesterday on the Dow. Shush! About dying when we're alive. The same. It was thing. one of the verses that I read. Yeah. <laughs> there's another synchronicity <laughs> literally it was about it was literally about because obviously i'm reading wayne's interpretation of the dao because i know you love the Tao too and so does my partner chris we've like he's read the 81 verses and i'm on i think verse 39 something like that and the one of the verses this week was about f- like fully dying like the ego like fully dying the ego while we're alive that's truly where we need to be yeah well what i kind of got from what i written
2: was if you live in ignorance now i changed that to unconsciously because i didn't want to put ignorance Mm -hmm. you'll only understand what it's meant to live upon your death to me that meant so many of us we think that we are immortal and we put things off and we don't live our best life but if you knew that you only had a week to live what would you do what would you do this week what would you do today who would you contact you know what i mean Um, And and it's only when people are dying or when they've crossed over that they think, Mm -hmm. God, I didn't really live.
1: (laughs) Have you watched Disney's new movie, The Soul? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, like I'm a Disney fanatic and my listeners will be laughing because they just know how much I love Disney. Now, Disney for me does something to me. It really shakes my soul. It just really just, like Beauty and the Beast is my favourite and every other movie that I just love all of the Disney movies. So, when Soul came out, me and Chris watched it because we have like little Zoom dates, which is really cute. And we so we watched it on Zoom, but we had it on the TV, and I cried the whole way through because I was just I understood it all. Yeah. I understood all of it, and what I wanted to kind of probably mention as it's come up on, on the on the call now, Claire was about people strive in life to find a purpose. And that's what I feel like a lot of this stuff in, you know, that's going around on social media now, especially with different coaches, is that people are striving to find a purpose when it's not about finding purpose. Living every single day, breathing is purpose. It's about connecting to what, yet yeah, makes you happy, but living every single moment of life, like it literally if anyone's not watched Soul, I really urge you to, because when I watched it for the first time last week, I instantly, the next day, went to my local park with my dog, and they have these xylophones for kids, and I just picked up the sticks, and I was just playing the xylophone like a child, because I just remembered, Soul made me remember that we have to live every single moment, like, there's a bit on Soul, which I don't know if you remember, Claire, where the girl doesn't want to come to, to Earth, but then she's in his body and she's sat on the, the street and she's watching like the the, the leaves blow and the helicopter yeah. flew you down. The day after when I was doing that xylophone, a helicopter landed on me. Pippa, <laughs> you are not going to believe this.
2: A few days ago, I was in... A park in Saint Helens called Taylor Park, and yep. I was on one of them xylophones. <laughs> oh no, there's another <laughs> swear God. God. <laughs> We should,
1: we should, we should do it. We should do a duet, and it's just gone three, 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 three on my uh, recording. It's oh, I, I, I've got goosebumps from head to toe. Like my whole body's just like. <laughs> And I just It just reminded me to do that because I w- at one stage, an older version of me, when I was still in ego slightly, I would have walked past that xylophone and gone, I can't play that because it's for kids and people just think I'm weird. But now I was like, you should have seen me. I was like, do, 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 do. And I was just like flicking it up and down. And I loved it. And the kids were walking past and they were smiling their heads off. And I was just in awe of myself. And that's what I remembered from watching Soul is that when we step outside, it's just to just be slower and present because there's so much going on in nature that we just, a lot of us don't see.
2: Yeah, definitely. But we need to be in the here and now. And, you know, you see so many families when you go for a meal and they're all on phones and devices Mm. and you just think, oh, be with these people, they're with you now. I mean, I um, lost my mum last year and that is one thing that really ramped up um my sense of mortality and I am living so much more because I know this could be gone tomorrow and I don't mean to be doom and gloom in an inspiring way like come on let's enjoy this day I mean I wake up every morning honestly and I say thank you I'm still here
1: yeah mm I've just looking at my computer screen it's funny because I've got my uh, my other computer up on the screen and while I'm just staring at you this word's just popped out on the screen that I've only just noticed. So on my on my website I've got a page and it's called ego coaching and healing. Mm. And I've just realized in the word coaching it's coaching. Uh. <laughs> I'm just Ching, like literally I've read coaching and chings just highlighted in my site. That's how that's how like high definition my site is now for seeing things i like i'm reading the dao de ching now in wayne's version and i've just seen ching in coaching
2: i'm gonna have to get wayne's version
1: it's amazing
2: what's your favorite of the dao
1: the dao does nothing and leaves nothing undone
2: yeah i like that one
1: because i mean i'm still reading a lot of it so i think a lot of it will be coming up but that seems to just Resonate with me being the Mother Earth healer as well is because I'm so connected to nature. So I feel nature does everything just by the energy of the universe. And that's like what the Tao is the Tao is the way. And I feel like when you step in nature and you connect to nature, you see that the the seasons change, the leaves fall, the buds bloom. And that's what our life is. And that's what Wayne talks about. You know, the first nine months that we're in our mum's womb, everything is is made for us. Everything is there perfectly for us. And then when we come out of our mum's womb, it's the same, but then the ego gets in the way and, you know, people's opinions get in the way and the, the, the material aspect of life stops us from connecting to that Tao. And that's kind of why I love that quote is because it's not about being lazy and doing nothing. It's about connecting to the nothingness because life is going to throw everything that it needs at you at the right time. And that's just connecting to that. That energy is just profound. Yeah. Yeah. What about you?
2: Do you know what? This, I could sit here for an hour trying to decide
1: mm. which
2: one, because I love so many of them. <clears throat> um. But when spring comes, the grass grows by itself.
1: That that's just like, come to mind. That's like the do nothing, isn't it? And the doubt. Yeah. It's just because the grass will grow. It's just, if you can connect to that energy, it's the same energy that grows your fingernails. It grows yeah. your hair. It grows your body. It grows your organs. It grows everything. Like, how do you think your body is constantly changing? It's the same energy that's in nature. Yeah. It's pr- it's just it's phenomenal, isn't it? Like I think that's that that's the tip of the <laughs> the episode is to go and buy either the Dao De Ching, especially if you're quite new to reading. The Dao De Ching is quite hard because it is written a long time ago. But then Wayne took a whole year to read the Dao De Ching, and then he you know he wrote the 81 verses in the modern day kind of aspect. And when you're reading like the verses, it's just like oh, it's like it's like it's like poetry, but it's not. It is. It's like yeah it's so beautiful and the the video you sent me as well Claire like I want to play that and have that on as like a bit of a a daily like start of the day just to have it on in the background
2: yeah yeah I like listening be- to that
1: before we finish Claire I want to just uh touch on your mystery school because it's it really just sounds amazing I think a lot of listeners would really benefit from it
2: oh fab yeah Um, so Angel Mystery School is um, an online angel school and I have um, an angel membership it's a 13 month program where you get video modules on the computer so it could be Archangel Michael and psychic protection there's all it's all different every month, and we yeah. also have a monthly meeting as well. So we've we've got a Guardian Angel Masterclass tonight. Um, that's our January. We're, we're doing Guardian Angel. Uh, it's thirteen pound a month, and it opens twice a year. So the doors open in on the first of March and the first of September. So that's Amazing. Angel Mystery School and the book it's called the female archangels reclaim your power with the lost teachings of the divine feminine and that's by hay house
1: i love how you said lost teachings it reminds me of that too i love it and i love how you booked today 11th of january at 11 a.m i know i didn't even realize i'd done that but you noticed it straight away didn't you I did, and I said, and I love that because that's like a big powerful number for me and Chris because we're twin flames and we started our journey on the 11th of the 11th, uh, 2019. My daughter um, is 11-11. Oh, it's just so beautiful. Like when you connect to this energy, guys, it's just, I just feel so calm and I just, I have let go a lot. I just trust more.
2: Yeah, yeah it's wonderful what can i ask pippa what is your uh tricky question what's your favorite oracle deck
1: right now before i got new ones for christmas was dorian virtue messages from the angels because they were just literally like my, my bible for like doing readings yeah Right now I have two that I use in the morning and because I'm so connected to my native ancestors at the minute because I love Native American history, mm-hmm. I've got my Native Spirit by Denise Lynn and then I've got Kyle Gray's uh, The Angel Guide, his new one. I just love those two in the morning.
2: Yeah, I've got them cards now because <clears throat> you got me thinking when you was asking about tarot cards and oracle cards and actually when I was reading tarot, there weren't any oracle cards. The They weren't out there. Yeah. Um, But I've actually pulled as a card from um, the Archangel Michael deck and the card – oh, my God, you're not going to believe this. I've pulled one one from Kyle's deck as well, the Angel Guide Oracle, and they're both Archangel Michael, but obviously the first deck is Archangel Michael deck, and it says, be gentle with yourself, and Mm -hmm. on the card – it's a man and he's like he's looking up he's got his eyes shut he's tilting his chin up like we did in the exercise and he's got a lamb on his shoulders I feel like that's kind of the exercise that we've just done we had our chin up we had the angel with the hands just gently on our shoulders and can
1: I just tell you what happened this morning I connected to Saint Francis and his picture that he sent me had the doves on and the lamb on it
2: Uh and
1: I'm really connected to the Moses story. To do you know the, you know the coffee of the shepherd, the Moses, and and all. Oh God, it's just it's amazing what happens, isn't it? Oh wow!
2: <laughs> so you know this. So the imagery is giving us a different message, but the the message of the card is be gentle with ourselves. And I think that's all being patient and kind. Um, because of what's going on in the world, we can you know we can be harsh. We can um. Always, there's always room for more self love and self care, isn't there? So, or yeah. being gentle and taking our time and not p- pushing ourselves for like loads of results. And because I feel like this year is a year of healing, deep transformation, letting go of our old selves, our own belies. I don't call them beliefs, I call them and then the other card I got, the Outer Kyle's New Deck, it says Angelic Protection and it's the <laughs> Archangel Michael on the front of, of the card. So call in the angels, ask them in, invite them into your life, ask them to shield you every direction, um, ask them ask them to help you to let go of what it is that you're ready to release
1: yeah and all last week was about cord cutting and I was gonna record a meditation to do with my, my Archangel Michael coming to cut the cords and that was all last week he was coming through to me every day like I was seeing images of him on social media like ever I looked it was about Archangel Michael so it's like it's that's the confirmation that I was like yep yeah, exactly what I needed can I just give you a kick up the bum now Pippa I know I've, I've just <laughs> felt it my bum's a bit sore now <laughs> but i I could talk to you for hours claire like i just really could i just there's just so much that i love about this this new way of living and it is amazing and i really hope the listeners have took a lot from this episode and is there anything else that you wanted to mention before we finish
2: no um just if anyone wants to find out more they can head over to facebook which is claire stone ancient wisdom modern woman instagram claire storm 444
1: yeah and i'll put all those uh, links in the notes as well for us both so, I can, so people can find you dead easy but yeah i've just loved talking to you claire and i know we can just talk for hours about all this stuff and we're just getting to know each other which is amazing thank you so much for inviting me on to your amazing show you're so welcome and guys please tag claire and i on social media let us know what your biggest takeaway was and just yeah just keep Being present, keep connecting. Um, We really hope you enjoyed this episode. So just share share it on your social media and give us a, a review and reach out to us both if you've got any questions. But we'll leave you there. I hope you're all well and I'm sending lots of love. Bye for now, guys. Bye.